And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here at Waters Garden Center. And not all flowers are created equal, uh, especially this time of year. Some are just showier. You're walking through, you, some of them are 50 mile an hour color. Right? You're driving down the street, down a major corridor, 50 miles an hour, you look at this thing, you go, whoa, what is that? That's pretty cool. And zoom, you go by. That's 50 mile an hour color. Or maybe you're a 35 mile an hour driver, 35 mile an hour color. Then there's something you just walk by and you the fragrance just fills up that part of the landscape. You, whoa, I need to take a moment. Some of them attract butterflies. You just go, wow, look at all the butterflies and hummingbirds. That's just so cool. That's why I love gardening. So th- I thought I would cover some of the flowers that you could plant now that are over the top. And, and yes, this is for my... California, Phoenix, uh, Palm Springs, Tucson customers. Uh, Yes, I know it's summer. I know it's 91 degrees out, but that's not that hot for plants. It's you're not in, you're not living five miles from the sun anymore. It's not 115. You're up in God's country where it's just beautiful and plants grow fast right now. And so it's so mild. Yes, you can plant. Now you can't plant a tomato plant because there aren't any to be found right now. Uh, you could probably start a seed in a greenhouse, but out in your yard, there's not enough season left. But you can plant these core large bloomers, and there's some that are just famous right now. Uh, uh, Gallardia. Gallardia is a perennial flower. It has a flower on it that can be anywhere from red to orange to yellow. It starts to bloom in April. This is an amazing, amazing perennial. It comes back every year. Javelina, don't eat it. Rabbits, don't bother it. Deer, walk right over it. Just ignore it. This plant is an Arizona wildflower. And so Gallardia is, is a plant that just blooms. It gets about oh, 18 inches tall, but the flower on it has a daisy wheel flower to it. Uh, I think there's reds and oranges out there right now. Uh, but they're the size of about four inches, four inches across, and they're covered. It's amazing. Just, just covered with flowers. The most popular or the showiest of all of the summer vines is the hummingbird magnet. It's called trumpet vine. Trumpet vine is kind of like a a, a honeysuckle on steroids. Grows really fast. Loves the heat. Loves summer. It's part of that zero-scape, low water, low care kind of plant. But we'll plant this to cloak an arbor, a trellis. Uh, go, go up fences to hide things. This thing spills over retaining walls. We'll use it as a ground cover. Just it'll creep up through the rock piles and just kind of cover, soften everything up. But what it's famous for truly, huge red flowers. The flowers are probably three, four inches long. They're the size of a silver dollar at the end, kind of tubular shaped. And they're typically red. They can be red, orange, or yellow. Basically, it's three, three colors. And the hummingbirds, they cannot resist trumpet vine. My personal favorite, I really like Balboa Sunset Trumpet Vine. Now I've got three or four varieties. It's just it's just Ken. It's just we're friends. We're neighbors talking over the back fence and here's my my personal favorites, but I sell them all. Yeah, Balboa Sunset's an orange color, orangey red. I like it because it's a new variety. We've grafted a couple different types of trumpet vine together. It's got a hardy rootstock, but the top growth produces more flowers, less beans, and it's not as aggressive. Some of them are so aggressive. They're kind of like grapes or silver lace vine. They just take over. If you stand still long, they just start 
grabbing onto your leg and crawling up. Balboa Sunset is less aggressive with a showier flower to it. And just peruse them, look at them all. Just my personal favorite. The next one, this is probably the most famous of all of them for summer is Butterfly Bush. Monarchs have, are here, uh, our state, state butterflies, a swallowtail. You've got painted ladies, all kinds of activities going on with butterfly bush. Now, your grandparents grew butterfly bush that were ginormous. They were too big, too aggressive. We've introduced an entire series of butterfly bush that are much easier to take care of. They get Some of them are even ground covers. They only get 18 inches tall, and they just kind of spread. But with that same big cone-shaped flower, the other common name for butterfly bush is summer lilac. It has a similar type of flower that lilac does, big um, cone-shaped flower that just has multiple florets coming off the end, end, of, end of it. And butterflies do truly, truly, they cannot resist it. If you've got kids, if you've got a back patio, you just like butterflies, you want to go, go just admire them, plant a butterfly bush close where you can enjoy that. You've got a whole series of, of butterfly bush, the same flower, again, Different colors, your, your grandparents grew like purples and blues, and that was kind of it. Now we've got reds and whites and yellows and multicolors, uh, and a lot of them are hip to chest high. So they just, they, they're an easy to manage type of, of butterfly bush anymore, or budlia. The other one, believe it or not, magnolias will actually grow here at the, I would say, 6,000-foot level and below. So you folks that are tuned in from the White Mountains or Flagstaff, uh, uh, Williams, probably not, but Kingman, uh, Prescott Valley, Cottonwood, a Payson, oh, yeah, magnolias do really well. I've got two. I've had them for many years. They put on these huge six, eight-inch white flowers that are so fragrant. They're evergreen, so they'll keep that very green uh, shiny leaf to it. I really like the brown beauty magnolia. That's kind of the one I grow. Uh, it's got the big flower that you you think of. The the top of the leaf is this bright green, and underneath has this kind of dark leathery look to it, which makes it very efficient in water. Uh, you don't really care for it that much. Put it on the drip system where you where you feed the maples and the apples and all, all those other big rooted things. It will it will thrive for you. But you can count on these big flowers. Every late spring through early fall, they're really pretty. One that I like too, I've, I've got several, several colors. I kind of collect crepe myrtle. Crepe myrtles for you southern folks, you know how famous crepe myrtles are there. They're just, they grow into huge trees. Uh, here, they're more bush-like than they are trees, uh, mainly because the winters can reset depending on the variety. They'll almost act like a perennial. Uh, they'll go back to the ground, hibernate, come back fresh every year. So I've got three or four of them in the backyard. They're all, uh, one's in full bloom. The next one's about to bloom. I know it depends on the sun they get and the variety, but they love heat. They love sun. They put on these big pinnacles, these big flowers, sets of flowers that cover the plant. They're famous in the summer. Throughout Arizona, I'd say again, that's one's probably for that 6,000-foot level and below. I'm sorry I'm leaving you all. I got one that's good for you all at the higher elevations. But right now, you know, magnolias, crepe myrtles, 6,000-foot and below level. You're to about 3,500, 3,000-foot, you're probably good. So you Skull Valleys, Kirklands, Hillsides, even Baghdad. I think crepe myrtle is, is beautiful when you see it bloom down there. 
Now, one for all of us. There's a whole series of new roses coming out. Now, roses can be intimidating. They seem to be high care. People have this mythical thing about them. They're disease-ridden. you got to prune them back three nodes at a 45-degree angle to get them to rebloom. Yeah, no, really, these new series called Easy Elegance, we figured out how to have a shrub rose that has that same large, multi-petaled rose that you're, that you're thinking of as a kid. Uh, now it's grown on its own rootstock, so we don't have any special grafts. It self-prunes. So when it's done blooming, automatically resets, counts three notes by itself, and sets a new flower. They're just an amazing new series of, of easy care. If, if you're new to gardening, start with carpet roses and easy, elegant roses. They're just so easy to, to grow, and they'll grow no matter how cold it gets. They love the sun. They're just a great plant. And then um, two that I really like. One of my back patio and containers are gardenias. There's actually, my gardenias are in full bloom right now. I like to plant them in containers out on the, on the patios because they're just so fragrant. Everyone's so stunned. Evergreen. They're so robust. Just makes you get a frost-hardy variety. So there's frost-proof gardenia. That's the one I grow. It really works out well. And lastly, I'll leave you with, I wish I could keep going, gold dart nine bark. Nine barks are famous in the summer. You'll see them at the garden centers in the summer. They love the sun. The foliage is intense. It's like a hookra or coral bells on steroids. And then it puts on these fragrant uh, flower sets to them. But nine barks, you folks in the Midwest, you know what that is. Got a lot more, lots of things blooming here at the garden center that you can plant now. Be right back. And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener, your host, Ken Lane here at Waters Garden Center. And 